This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is an iconic chorus. Swish, swish, bish. Another one in the basket. Iconic. Wow. Iconic. Uh, it is really good. Anyway. I, I like didn't, I didn't feel it. it. I didn't, I didn't get it. And then I heard it in the car the other day and I was like, this is great. Yeah, I mean, isn't that how all of Katy Perry's singles have been? Literally. Sans cha- Chain to the Rhythm? Well, I was going to say, I still do not like Chain to the Rhythm. <laughs> I specifically will not. I don't think I need to listen to that one again, ever. Maybe maybe Nikki could carry her to something, if not the top of the charts, something sort of resembling the top of the charts. I mean, I hope so for her sake. It just seems like none of these songs are like hitting with anyone. Although, if you ask me my dream Katie scenario, it's like, Oh, Katy Perry, who can't possibly make any more number ones because, like, it's so she's just out of she's them. She's made them all. Um, just starts making straight up really good dance music, and that is what she's doing. So I'm down. That's good. Yeah. I'm scrolling through the iTunes top singles, top downloads, and it's not. Oh wait, it's number seventeen. That's better than. That's better than Bon Appetit. Well, this song also has like some major controversial. Well. Yes. Shout outs so, and shout downs. Is that a word? So very, very themmy song. It's about very themmy drama. Um the song is allegedly about I mean, allegedly, it's not even alleged at allegedly. this point. Like listen to the lyrics. It's about her and Taylor Swift and how she hates Taylor Swift and how Taylor Swift is like a fraud and she can't disguise her like meanness, her nastiness. And then rem uh Nicki Minaj goes on, and she's also feuding with Taylor Swift, but also mm, Remy Ma. It's Remy Ma. Like, I think, t- like, Nicki, and Nicki doesn't like Taylor. She wouldn't be on the track because it's clearly, you know, whatever. But Nicki's verse is about Remy, I think. She has, like, very funny lyrics about it where she's like, that's fine that we're feuding because I'll make money off of this. Well, that's literally her defense for everything. It's like your your problem with me just makes me money like no prob and what's really funny is like katie has enveloped all of the owns that people have made on taylor into her narrative so it's like "Mm, i got the receipts like receipts and you know she's just she's like you're a snake and all these things she says something like karma keeps receipts like i'm the tiger referring to roar and you're you know it's Mm -hmm. it's very it's very funny to watch because clearly it's like manufactured around the drama, but it's oh, yeah. like for some reason, like Kim Kardashian, who is a lo- is a person who like revealed all this stuff, kind of is left out because it's not she doesn't mm-hmm. you know. It's just funny. I think it's really funny. My favorite thing about Swish Swish is that of course Taylor's not going to comment on this, at least not directly, right? Like Taylor would never ever, but. Her friend, Ruby Rose, Ugh. managed to sort of, I guess, informally represent her and insert herself into this narrative but like in true who fashion. 10 minutes after the song dropped. 10 minutes after. Um, and I have to read her tweets because so actually weird. they're good. I think that I think that Ruby did a good job here. Um, well, I think they're bad. She, she said, because so Katie, when she, Katie announced her new era, she said that she was going to make purposeful pop, as in, like, sort of, like, politically 
aware pop. Yeah, Ruby kind um, of did the research, which is weird. It almost seems a little bit pre-written for, for my... I just... I She tweeted it so soon after the song dropped. So it's... on. I get that she was maybe in Australia and it was the middle of the day. But it almost felt like she knew it was going to happen or Taylor's friends knew it was going to happen. They Taylor let them know happen. and some of them are going to start coming to her defense or, you know, doing these little... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Ruby sent Taylor drafts of this and Taylor was like, okay, if Taylor gave them the the, the informal right. nod. Well, because like, you're not ahead. supposed to do anything unless Taylor, right. you know, says, okay. Um, but the tweets were, quote, purposeful poop to, quote, bomb appetite to a sloppy mess of writing, over the top, funk agenda, stop trying to make wit, I mean, fetch happen. And then the next one, I just think everything going on in the world to go from rebranding as a political activist only to ditch it and go low is a bummer. And that's not a not, not that I not that I care what Ruby Rose has to say about mm, anything, but I think that's a pretty good comment. Sure, but what every song off her new album has to be about the glaciers melting, there's no way. There's just no way. So it's I No, I'm saying Ruby <laughs> did her research and she's offering good arguments that people Ruby responded to. Ruby did her research. Calling people mean girls is a is a thing that both mm-hmm. sides are doing, which is hilarious because it's like, if you're a mean girl, if you think she's a mean girl and she thinks you're a mean girl, you're both mean girls. And also, what's a mean girl? And also, who the fuck cares? But it's just also funny. using the yeah. Michelle Obama go low language. Oof, I expert. Know. I know expert. No, Ruby this, did a great job here. This was clearly written with the help of somebody's publicist, two publicists, a few of course, publicists. Good. If you got the publicist who wants to help you write the tweet, use it. I just love purposeful you know? poop. <laughs> purposeful poop. Purposeful poop. I actually, in my for my debut album, I aim to make purposeful poop. It's <laughs> for funny your that debut she, album. It's funny that she, you know, brought it up. Um, your debut album, all songs written by Schmacks Schmartin, <laughs> like the low rent, like Duarto Felice of the pop music world. And my songs will never be about making the world better or being woke. <laughs> They'll only be about other people's drama and call outs, <laughs> as um, promised. So today we've got a huge show. I'm sure it's in the name of the episode, so you know what this is. Huge show. Probably our longest interview yet. We couldn't even think of anything to cut because it was so good. Um, we have Instagram stories queen, actress queen, uh, you know, just like LA queen. Oh my God. Stop busy with the Phillips. Queen. I love it. <laughs> we have Busy Phillips on the show who called in and we talked to her forever and it was so much fun. We talked to her about her brand partnerships and her everything she's most recognized for her disney cruise her cats for a while we talked about everything we talked about everything and it's so much fun we talked about her upcoming series that's still in limbo the sackett sisters who knows if it's going to get picked up or canceled um she goes into that that whole rigmarole and we're just going to play it we're just going to get right into it because busy is the bomb can i say that it's 2017 the bomb? Busy's the bomb. No. Busy's the bomb. You can't say that. You will drain it. They want to know. Hey. Neo. Hey. Neo. Hey. I want to be famous. So today on the podcast, we are so excited to have via FaceTime audio, wow. not just regular LTE 4G garbage signal, uh, via crystal clear FaceTime audio, we have Busy Phillips 
on the podcast, cats. Feeding, our cats. feeding our cats, raw food from Los Angeles, um, here to talk to us about all kinds of things. Billy, yeah, I mean, yeah. busy. Thank you for being here, Billy. <laughs> Bobby, very rude. <laughs> Who's Billy? Billy, guys, I don't I know. Just picked up. I just picked up my um, macrobiotic lunch at M Cafe. God. Hold on. Yeah. There's antibiotics. What? There's probiotics. What's macrobiotics? That's like I don't know. It's, it's like a com- it's, it's another like food thing. combining. Yeah, it's okay. like another thing. Okay, sorry. Food go combining. On. You need to go to LA uh, and like look up, and you'll see all these words. <laughs> you'll know. Um, they're on every billboard. Yeah, it's true. Um, but the but the person had my name down. I placed the order over the phone, and I understand I have a level of vocal fry. But uh, they had my name as Dizzy <laughs> <laughs> with a D. I'm like, that's, thank you, you guys. That's not. I know my name is like kind of barely a name, but Dizzy, come on, do better. <laughs> Um, so, so call me whatever you want, Bobby. Is my point. I I was an idiot. I didn't realize Lindsay and I were talking before you um, called, and I was like, "Busy." What? It's not her real name is Elizabeth. I was like, that's a nickname for Elizabeth. I didn't know that. I know he really didn't know. It's I didn't like, know that busy was yeah. a nickname for Elizabeth. Very, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It isn't the most common nickname for Elizabeth Shirley, but it is. Um, isn't there is a, a president's wife with the nickname Busy? I feel like it's a very like president's. There's some president's wife or like an older <laughs> Victorian. Someone was telling me it's like Waspy. Someone was telling me it is. It's waspy. definitely Waspy. No, that's maybe what yeah. I'm thinking of. It just reminds I'm me not of waspy, like, but yeah, like a like an old reading an old book and finding out that some woman whose name is like very long Elizabeth blah 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 the third, but everyone called her Busy. Like that's a to <laughs> yeah, me yeah 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 a very Jane Eyre <laughs> thing. That is exactly what it is. Yes, that's great. 100%. But you are probably what's fun like the most recognizable busy is like you own that that's you're busy yeah i'm busy i know thank god you're not dizzy um i'm definitely (laughs) not dizzy um so we're gonna go through five things six things maybe Uh we'll only get through Uh two things to know about busy phillips yeah um the first thing is busy phillips has been acting since 1999 when you were 19 right Yes. 19? Yes. 19. Um, and you probably know her from you as in the audience from those early days, Dawson's Creek, Freaks and Geeks, and Undeclared. Yeah, how does it feel to be like in all of the shows that people now look at nostalgically, like all the millennials are obsessed with rebooting? Like, does that, is that weird that people just go to I that mean, automatically? No, it's so lucky, yeah. first of all, that I was, you know, plucked from my sophomore year of college to be on Freaks and Geeks and what that show was and the people that were involved. And no, I feel nothing but like, holy shit. It's so cool that I was able to be a part of that group and to be on that show. Um, And I get why that show resonates so strongly with people. Dawson's Creek was a little bit trickier for me only because I was, you know, like added to the cast in the college years. Mm -hmm. And as somebody that was like a fan of 90210 back in the day, the original one, not the reboot. (laughs) Um, Like the college years, you're a little bit like rolling your eyes. You know know. what I mean? So like big, I'm a Dawson's Creek person and it was very important. The whole thing was important. Also, I'm from Boston. So like the fact that it was in fake Boston or real, but whatever, it was fake Boston, right? (laughs) You guys went to like Boston Community College, which doesn't exist. Something like that. It was, I went to Worthington (laughs) University, which was like the Harvard (laughs) knockoff. And then somebody went to to like Cape Cod Community or something. It was all these like Um, fake Boston I think Jen Lindley went to Boston (laughs) Community College. Or my like favorite. I was. I mean, I think that Dawson's Creek was so good that it made that work, and a lot of shows uh-huh. don't. I mean, I don't know. Like you, obviously, you're biased, but like I, I kind of think I haven't seen the show, yeah. so it's like 
a little bit tough for me. I don't hold the same. Yeah. Like for Mm -hmm. me, the time was different. Like Freaks and Geeks was really special to me. Working with those people was really special to me. Like we were all just getting our start. By the time I went to Dawson's Creek, you know, those kids were like old jaded television stars, you know, like I feel like by the time I got there, James Vanderbeek had already been paid a million dollars for that varsity blues oh, movie yeah. like they were like you were a few seasons post, in yeah. so it wasn't like a bunch of newbies I was, getting I was their start only on season five and six right. of dawson's creek but you made your mark didn't you drive a car through a house on that show was that you i drove a car through yeah. the house iconic I, like no i certainly had some like <laughs> very important i like destroyed the bar yeah, yeah you i had the, character... i had the punk band i yeah. went to rehab that's true like you didn't fall off a dock and die but you definitely had as much of an impact as monica kina in that show right that was my other favorite character monica kina she God fell blood. off a dock and died oh yeah big time uh-huh <laughs> drunk right drunk, fell off a dock did she hit her head on something or did she just drown i, I kind of forget the exact exact thing but she definitely fell off a dock and died <laughs> which is the most dawson's creek death you can get because it was like there are docks like we're on the water right you know um what about so after after those shows you went to undeclared well undeclared was the same time as uh dawson's creek right. actually how did it feel to leave like a show that was canceled prematurely that everyone mourned when it left every every critic loved freaks and geeks and then to move on to another show that received almost like an identical response was that depressing or was it or was it like was it still kind of nice to be a part of something that people adored even if only for a season Same gang too. i mean if i'm just gonna be totally honest with you because why not <laughs> um i remember feeling like my feelings were hurt that they didn't want me to have a bigger part on Undeclared. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you have to understand, I you was put in like the work. 20 years yeah. old or yeah, 21 you, years old. Yeah. So, like, I remember feeling, like, a little hurt that, that I was, like, I was only in two episodes of Undeclared. Um, and I remember being, like, why don't they want me on more? Um, <laughs> Jason Siegel's on more. I don't know. And, like, and... <laughs> and you know it was really fun. I mean Seth and I are still friends to this yeah, day like, and is like, it kind it of was... surreal that all those people you worked with are at that still... time have like are just blow everyone is just blowing up from that period like mm-hmm. that whole cast it's kind of crazy to think about because that show that yeah. but, like, everyone, but... but that show was so niche no one ca- no one really cared yeah. until now everyone's no one going cared. back on Netflix and wherever streaming to watch it again because it's like when the DVDs oh, came yeah. out people like cared again it's kind of crazy that, that that's happening you mm-hmm. know yeah like it's, it's I mean, we definitely had, like, we had the critical acclaim, and we had a very small group of loyal fans, but it wasn't until Judd released the DVDs, and then now with, like, streaming services right. that the show's really... But, you know, it also, like, it also really just super anecdotally goes to show you that, like, how people consume television is so different, yeah. obviously, in this year than it was in the year 1999 Mm -hmm. and 2000 Um, because I've had people, no joke, ask me in public, you know, like come up to me in public, strangers ask me, so wait, how long ago was Freaks and Geeks? So like three, five years ago? (laughs) I was like, what? It was 20 years ago. It was like almost like, 20 thank years you. ago. Well, it's like when Gilmore Girls got added to Netflix early this year. You people who never time. watched it watched it all it's, in a weekend. It's hard. You lose time. When these shows come back and you watch them, sometimes it's not entirely yeah. clear how old they are. You find them. Yeah. You think you're finding this like mm-hmm. rare gem. You know, I can't even tell you how many Netflix shows I've watched with no context of what year they air. You're like, did Cheers come out in 2000? <laughs> yeah. What? It's so good. <laughs> um, 
to circle back to you being recognized for Freaks and Geeks, what's the show you get called out most for? Yeah, what do street? people talk to you about when they come up to you? White checks. No. White checks? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. So for the audience, uh, Busy was also started guys- the iconic film. <laughs> A hundred percent white checks. I feel like you don't need to every, tell the audience. <laughs> no, it's literally every day. I love it. Every day. What do they say? Just like white chicks. People are crazy. <laughs> yes. Most people say white chicks. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I lo- this is so embarrassing, but I loved you in white chicks. I'm like, well, all right. Um, <laughs> That's great. I was just, yeah, I was like, just like flying back. Anytime I'm in an airport, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> White chicks. Um, white chicks. It's also it's weird like, that people yell white chicks at you, just in general, like out of context. If yeah, no one else knows people what they're are weird. About. Yeah, no, truly. <laughs> um, I also think it like has a lot to do with the internet and um, like p- like people have gotten stranger in their approaches. Like they talk. Like I've just noticed. You know, I've been doing this now almost twenty years professionally, mm-hmm. and I have just for, with varying levels of recognizability and fame. You know, throughout the. 20 years, but I have just noticed in recent time that people are really talking loudly about you as if you don't exist, Ugh. like, Oof. which is so, so, like, standing next to you and yeah. saying, like, you know, she was on that show with Courtney Cox. <laughs> That's me and Bobby you know normally. It's <laughs> out and about. And it was, you liked that one with the guys and they'd have the golf cart. You know who she is. He's like, well, I'm right here. I'm actually not on television at this moment. Do you ever engage or Are do you, you like, let them? Are you like, excuse me, I was in White Chicks. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. I was like, forget about Cougar Town. Let's focus on what's important. Um, I did the other day, two, two days ago when I was flying back from um, JFK and I was on that like stupid tram going to my gate and oh, these hate it. kids in their 20s. This girl was like, she's an actress, like super loud, like she's an actress to her boyfriend. She's like, you know who she is. She was like, you know, she's in white checks. And I turned around and I'm like, I'm not right now, like across the whole bus. That was on your Instagram story. Yes. I want to know the full story about that. That's really funny. Yeah, I mean, that's the full story, Bobby. I mean, I. You were in a Hello Dolly hoodie too, which like made it extra good. Oh my God. You know, the lady in the Hello Dolly hoodie. She was in white chicks. I, I don't know. Yeah. I much prefer when people are cool and they just like come up and they're like I don't want to bother you but I just like love white chicks you know (laughs) (laughs) like that's so much preferable to shouting across a bus at your boyfriend that (laughs) the girl from white chicks is on the bus you know if only everyone could be so polite second thing to know about busy phillips she just went on a disney on the disney cruise Can you please tell us about the Disney cruise? The hashtag I, I paid mean, for this Disney cruise. The hashtag which I paid for now this branded <laughs> like I paid for this. Now every time I Instagram something I paid for, I'm gonna say I, I paid, paid for, for this. <laughs> well, I felt like I was really kind of a walking advertisement for the Disney cruise, and I needed to make it clear to people that this was something I had we had voluntarily signed up for and paid for, and yeah. paid for, and not <laughs> I was not getting any kickbacks from the, the Disney Corp. Um, I feel like it's hard to be famous and a fan of something these days. Because everyone it assumes is. that it you're. Everyone, everyone assumes like, that you're showing uh, for them. Sponsored, and you're like, I literally right. just ate a cookie. And, like, I can't. And but also to be fair, like, I mean, I like got a lot. There were like a bunch of articles on this Instagram story I did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I do get paid by brands, and yeah. I do like partner with brands, and I do make a lot of money that way. Yeah. And it's a totally valid way to make money now as yeah. an actor. Yeah. Totally. I wanted to ask you about that. So I remember that story. Um, about you saying, like, I, I got paid more from brands than I did from acting last year actress? or something. Yeah, yeah 100%. Wasn't it, I, I felt like 
Bobby the I saw people. Scholar. Well, I saw on like People Mag and Us Magazine. Did they get it wrong? Because you never actually said you made more money on Instagram. You meant like all your you ads. You meant generally like because like of your like Michael's promotions and stuff. Yeah, I meant like brand partnerships. It was very no, weird when I saw the headlines that yeah. were like, she made more money She's on not Instagram. Fit tea. Like, like that's not. You're not you selling know. waist trainers. Yeah. Although. No, I mean like. It, by the way, if Fit T wants to call me up, like, I'm totally... <laughs> I was going to say, you're big. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, yes. But, like, as you well know, like, in the world of internet reporting, they, like, extrapolate whatever they want and make turn it into clickbait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever they think is going to get the most people trafficked to the site, to that article. Mm-hmm. And so it like sounds better if you say busy Phillips quote, I made more money on Instagram <laughs> than I did as an actress. It's like, that's like more appealing than like, I made more money with my brand partnerships and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, doing like commercial jobs basically right. is what it is. But, right. um, I just felt like, and I'm the reason why I've talked about it was because, um, this girl wrote a really sweet article about me um in cosmopolitan about like how yeah, oh, was Kate Spencer? My, oh, she's the best. She was been she's been on to you for so long. Kate Spencer's oh. the best. She sent me one of your Instagrams and was like, "You got to get on." Like, busy is doing magic on mm-hmm. Instagram stories. Like, that's so that's really funny. sweet. Yeah, she's great. Well, I didn't want. I don't want. Well, tell her because I don't want her to think that I was like, "Fuck that article." No, no, no. Because um, then I went out. Because then I went on this like rant about how I don't. I do think it's unfair that celebrities and actors and actresses are given shit for promoting products when that's what fucking television is, you morons. (laughs) They're trying to sell ads. We make TV to sell ad space. Sorry, this this is what I just did is way harsher than what I did on my Instagram story, but, like, get it together. The next thing to know, which is a good segue, the next thing to know about Busy is that you like tabloids based on your Instagram stories, right? Like mm-hmm. you are a, you are a, a reader of the tabloids. Yeah. Which one is your favorite? I'm one of you. I yes. know you. I know Truly. you mentioned People Mag all the time. Is that your favorite? I think People Mag has been my favorite since I was a child. Yeah. Why People? What do you love about People Magazine? Well, I do like the human interest stories, but as you know from my Instagram stories, dead babies. Too many dead babies. <laughs> too many dead babies. Dead babies. Many. So many dead wives and babies. Like they the need whole to. Thing. They need to cool it with that. I like human interest. I like the people that lost a hundred pounds mm-hmm. on their own. I could read that. I could read losing a hundred pounds on their own or with Jenny Craig or whatever for a million years. <laughs> the, honestly, busy. The the safest space on people.com people is babies? people food. No, oh, people, people babies. Food. They might be dead. Oh, if true. People, people food. No, you can't. You can't people babies. They'll sneak in a dead baby. <laughs> people food. I've never seen a dead baby on people food. Well, I hope okay. not. <laughs> okay. I mean, but it could be like a baby chokes on a jelly bean. True. And like, that's it. Yeah. I remember a few. She's going to blame you. A few weeks ago, like the top food. story on people food was about Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. And Starkist uh-huh. Tuna. Oh, it's I a lot of stuff. It's a lot ad. of sponsored stuff. It's like fun. Like this celebrity went to X brand food event. Like Leah Michelle Nasabra. Harmless Leah Michelle Nasabra. Yeah. It's good stuff. Or like Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar's cookbooks. That's people right, food. Right. Right. Okay. People food. I, I live for those cookbooks. <laughs> I like live for Sarah Michelle's like all, all of her stuff. Like her yeah. her foodsters and her I love it oh, all. Oh, foodsters. Really do. do do you and your kids do foodsters? <laughs> yeah, for sure. She like they when seem she, really before fun. she was launching it, yeah, they seem fun. she sent it to me to try out and I was like, This is fantastic. I love it. Fun. That's great. great. That's so fun. I bought gonna... it. I bought it for um, Matilda, um, for Michelle's daughter. I like bought foodsters for her as a gift because she's really into cooking. It's like a real. It's a. It's a genuinely really good 
like idea and fun thing for kids who like to cook. Yeah, I went to and when I was in LA, I went to like a cookie conference. Don't I, for some mm-hmm. reason, and she was the right, keynote. Right, she, oh, she was, was the, the keynote. keynote. Yeah, and she like did her whole food stirs thing, and I was like, this is this is what I want in a keynote. This is this is it for me. It was so fun. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it great. Do you have a least? So, do you have a tablet you won't read? Yeah. Oh, um, no. Well. I like the one that focuses exclusively on old people. Closer. Which one is that one? That's closer. closer. What? Yeah. Closer. I closer. love closer. That's great. Um, sometimes I get grossed out by the paparazzi. I don't like the ones where they where they like will do the paparazzi photos of the kids. Like I like mm-hmm. the yeah. ones that have like all adhered to the no kid policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to like stay away from the ones that show paparazzi photos of kids because. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel it is fair for me to exploit my own children for my personal gain on my Instagram. How dare you, Us, me- us Weekly, if you come up to my kids? It would be truly un- at the farmer's market. It would market. be unfair if you didn't. Yeah. I feel like a big victim of that is Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba and really? her daughter are always being photographed at Whole Foods. Really? Yeah. Jessica Alba and her daughter. Yeah. And she and they all and she always looks so like she's mad she about looks it. like she's mad but she looks like she feels helpless like she can't do anything about yeah. it. Well, you can't. Um, yeah. It's it's very sad. <laughs> They're it's waiting for her at that It's food. not. And it's also like, like my daughter is a little bit cooler about it now. Mm-hmm. But she really, it really upset her. Yeah. And, and it sucks. Like, it is different. Like, it, it what we choose to, like, share and filter and, like, yeah. post, you know, should be up to us. My daughter's, you know, almost nine years old. And, like, she now has total agency over like people ask me actually on Instagram why don't you post pictures of your older daughter and I mean I haven't really responded but I'll respond right here on your podcast exclusive um which is just that like Bertie kind of is like mom people at my school follow you on Instagram will you not post pictures you know what I mean like so she's she's very aware like after the Golden Globes thing where I was drunk and locked outside of um my house (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I remember that um like a couple days later, she was like, Mom, the sixth grade girls on the bus watched your Instagram story where you were drunk and locked out of the house. Like, seriously, Mom? You know, how old is she? <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, well, you she, know what, Birdie? Welcome to me. You she's know? Nine. But, okay. So yeah, she's, pre- she's preteen. Uh, she's almost is that a, When do you have that conversation with your kids? Like, do you. About what? About paparazzi. Do you let them know in advance, or was it something that you waited until they started asking yeah. questions about it? Because they've dealt with it their Birdie, whole lives, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, Birdie's dealt with it her whole, like, the paparazzi thing. You know, I, like, have long joked that the best thing I ever did for my career was have a child. Um, but, like, <laughs> I mean, because all of a sudden you're, like, super interesting. <laughs> you um, can get on people babies. That's, like, why? Exactly. <laughs> celebrity baby blog. Um, that's the, I, like, uh, that celebrity baby blog kind of bums me out because they do a lot of paparazzi photos yeah, sure. of kids. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so she's, like, long been aware of paparazzi because especially it's gotten a lot better in the last couple years. Like, Cricket's not as aware because of that no kids policy. But it used to be really aggressive. Mm-hmm. And and so there was no way for her not to, like, even as, like, a three-year-old, like, who are these people taking my picture, mm-hmm. you know? Mama, why is that guy taking my picture? Uh, yeah. It's like, well, he's not interested in you. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Do you feel like but there's she, something but, in you doing Instagram stories now, like getting really into it, that's like you're taking back that like power in a way? Or mm-hmm. is that is that part of it at all for you? Or are you just like really into Instagram stories? Well, I'm really into Instagram stories, but I think that part of 
what's happened with Instagram as well is that it has allowed celebrities and people like myself to have control over photos that they want people to see or right. put out. I'm always, I'm a little confused sometimes when celebrities post paparazzi photos of themselves. <laughs> that's like very confusing to me. I love that because um, then the agencies want to sue them for using their photos without permission as photos of themselves. That's my favorite thing that people do. <laughs> very strange. It's very strange. But, um, but I think, and I think, I mean, to some, to a certain extent, I think that it makes the desire for you know in the publications less for you because if somebody's like i want to see what a busy phillips kids look like you know it's not like there's not like a driving force for that they can right. just like go to my instagram page yep. and see a billion pictures of my children right. you're, you're, you're reducing the value you're, of their yes, business you literally are cutting the market you're you're doing right. like this weird market thing where you're you're put you're flooding the market with your own photos and so people don't need to be curious about it i guess like it is yeah. kind of a smart move interesting well i mean i you know i've heard both sides of it and people definitely feel that it's not a smart move too. well i'm sure but, i'm um, sure people tell you everything they think about what you're but doing but you know the truth is like you know somebody was like don't you feel like it's weird you know people know who your kids are know what your kids look like i'm like people were gonna fucking know what that was anyway like right. they find right. out you know right. and i'm not i can't live that way i live very openly and in the middle of hollywood right. and like mm-hmm. That just is what it is. Yeah, I and you're like... and you're getting positive reinforcement from the Instagram stories. You're good at it. You people can see when you do it that you like it and that you are having fun. That's like a good right. thing. I the, think people that's can tell rare. it's earnest. Which it's is earnest like... and it's authentic, obviously, or else you would not be doing it so much. Clearly, right? Like you do, you like it. Right. Yeah, it's better. It's like I have more fun watching your Instagram stories than my own friends. It's like wow, that's rude to <laughs> I'm me. Sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, sitting Lindsay. literally I'm sorry, right Lindsay, here, and my Instagram stories are so good. <laughs> they're so they're, good. They're fine, but I. Okay. Didn't see you on a Disney cruise. Oh my god! Well, jeez. Um, before we get into, I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Very excited because you know my husband's directing this movie that Amy Schumer is starring in, mm-hmm. and I've like met her a few times, but I we're we are gonna be best friends, but we're not yet. <laughs> um, and, but like when I hung out with her last week, you know, she was like, you know, you're the only. I watch two people's Instagram stories, and you're one of them. She's like, that's wow. the best. She's like, it's literally the greatest thing. The word is it's out. Like my favorite what TV show. Yeah, I know. I thought it was too. She's like, it's my favorite TV show. You crack me the fuck up. I'm like obsessed with it. I'm telling you, it's so it's, nice. it's a thing. You've stumbled upon a thing. It, you're right place, right timing. Right. I now. didn't. I truly didn't get Instagram stories until yours, and now oh I do God. them because I, I was like, oh, I understand how it can be fun. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's great. It's so great. It's so random when that stuff happens but like it's great but it's gonna be funny when um bobby like when everybody does them and like then it's just mine that aren't special anymore and i will feel like i didn't get the credit i deserved <laughs> whenever the when the oral history press release? when the oral history of instagram yeah. stories is released on vulture in 2020 oh God, it'll be right. like well uh if you'll remember busy phillips actually started the i trend mean true that sounds weird but like people always if, talk about dj Khaled and his snapchats like still right. to this day and it's like Snapchat oh really is, yeah like they're always like well dj Khaled was the first celebrity to really do Snapchats, like that's so weird that we remember that, but it's true. You could own Instagram right. stories. Keep doing well, it. Well, fingers crossed, I'll be remembered in the Instagram <laughs> story history. <laughs> um, we have two more things. The last one is yes. Sackett Sisters, but we wanted to do a really quick thing. Uh, another thing to know about Busy. Her best friend is Michelle Williams, Obvious. and she used to date yes. Colin Hanks. Okay, the second thing's more important to me. Tell me a good story about Tom Hanks. One story, one good story. Lindsay's he Lindsay's always, favorite person is Tom. I Hanks. love Tom Hanks so much. He's the greatest. Yeah, and his yeah. son is 
the greatest. And he and his, his Colin and his wife are really good friends of ours. And we literally like go on vacation with them. I know people I think that's it. so weird because Colin and I dated for like almost five years, but that was a really long time ago. And we like, <laughs> you know, obviously moved on and we genuinely really like each other and our families are really close. But you've been to like um, some Hank's family dinners is what I'm saying. <laughs> like you, you've definitely been in the middle of Lindsay wants to know if he ever gave you a typewriter. <laughs> oh my God. I want to know everything. I just know every story about Tom Hanks is good. So it's like, it's, she tells a story and it's just another amazing story about something beautiful that Tom Hanks did. Cause like he can do no wrong. Right? I mean, I mean, I don't know. He's been like nothing but great and nice and generous and sweet. Oh, here's a really sweet story. Okay, great. So, this is so funny. I haven't even like ever told this story. I I just remembered it because you're asking, because you're Mm -hmm. probing. I mean, this is such Um, a, yes, I'm, this, this is some hard questions. Um, so when I was in college before I got Freaks and Geeks, I did this like, live Barbie doll job at the New York toy fair, which was like kind of like an acting job. Like I got hired to pretend to be cool teen skipper at um, the New York amazing. toy fair. Yeah. It was <laughs> an amazing. iconic role. They hired, they hired real actors to do it. And you, it was like a, a week job and you got paid, I think it was like $2,500. It was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 18 years old. Colin was my boyfriend and uh, so I went to New York to do it freshman year of high school and I mean, I mean, freshman year of college mm. and actually Colin was in Germany studying abroad at the time. And he called me and he's like, my parents are going to be in New York while you're doing the toy fair. They want to come see you at the toy fair. I was like, <laughs> I see you perform. As they want to see you perform. They're so interested. They want to see you like be Barbie at the toy fair. <gasps> and they fully like took time out of their schedule to come visit their son's girlfriend um like in new york and it was the first time i mean also this was like 1998 so it was like i mean tom is always famous and a huge movie star but it was like really like the height of that Uh and uh and i remember i had never experienced i had been to their yes i'd been to their house for dinner many times i'd stayed with them like once when you know when um over christmas break but I'd never like been in public right. with him in that way. And it was like very overwhelming. Like I, I remember just feeling like I can't imagine what this is like, like what this level right. of fame, it, it, it was so like, it was very, it was like surprising to me. Yeah. Like I was shocked. Everyone loves, um, Everyone loves him. It's true. Like there was some article today in LA times or something about, they interviewed Southerners about what they watch on TV, which was very strange. But one woman was like, I watch everything that Tom Hanks is in, and I don't watch anything else. Like, all that garbage from Hollywood. But Tom Hanks, I watch everything. I was like, me too, I guess. I'm related. But, it, yeah, his appeal is just so great, right? Yeah. I mean, like, even Birdie, yeah. um, who, like, knows his grandchildren very well, their friends, whatever. But Birdie didn't know who, who he was. And, like, the billboards – this is not a joke. The billboards for Sully, Birdie was like, really want to see that movie <laughs> at the time. And I was like, what do you mean? Why do you want to see that movie? She's like, that guy just looks so nice. She's like, I'm very like, interested about the miracle on the Hudson. You know him. She's a big she, – she, I know. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you're he right. Is, he's nice. You're right. Like, I mean, he does look so nice. He's nice. Yeah, he's – She's like, yeah, I just really want to see it. Mom, he, can we see Sully? I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> He's America's sweetheart. Um, He's still America's sweetheart. Not showing my eight-year-old 
a movie about a plane crash. Oh my god, this is one question, and I I was like, should I ask it or not? So what? back to back to Dawson's Creek for a second. So oh my God, you're yes. so you're this great is... friends with Michelle Williams. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Michelle Williams, the actress, not Michelle Williams, the Destiny's Child. But you, but have but you ever you met? Be. Have you ever yeah. met Destiny's? Have you ever met Michelle Williams, Destiny's Child? No, but I like know Kelly Rowland. Okay, pretty oh. well. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah, um, I know one of the Destiny's great. Child. Like, you know. Um, do you know, based on Dawson's Creek, is Katie Holmes actually dating Jamie Foxx, or is that a lie? <laughs> Oh my god! I have been following this for like three years, I and I why why doesn't anyone know? I feel like Bobby, Bobby. I feel like with your celebrity knowledge and all of your, I feel like you She's should right. be able to know the answer. She's to this right. Question. I feel She's like right. the answer is She's yes. Right. And also, you have seen reports recently. There are there's they're gonna come. The best photographic out. evidence was released a couple days ago, and it was the two of them getting on the same private plane. Why would in, they get on the same? But same what plane, I don't Bobby. in in Paris. But what I don't understand is why something happens. Every single photograph, every single like telephoto lens I that is aimed doing this with busy on that is aimed to yeah. Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx suddenly breaks because they're all the blurriest <laughs> photos that have ever been released. And it's like I think that's Katie Holmes and I think that's Jamie Foxx and I think that's a private plane and I think they're in love. I anyway, mean, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as confirmation. Wow! Um, oh my God, you, you just really. Yeah, whether but I it's also, true but or I not. also have to say, you know, like I don't I don't speak to her. Like we're not, fr- yeah. you know. So I don't. Okay. I also have to tell you that. Oh, that's fine. But I mean, I do I'm, feel like. I'm you should be able to figure it out. I'm just going to be psychotically I convinced I that think you've, they're, I think you've they're in twisted love. something to get somewhere on this journey <laughs> um, through that question. Oh, absolutely. Um, last thing to know about Busy. She filmed a pilot with Casey Wilson and Bradley Whitford called The Sackett Sisters. And we don't know if it's going to get picked up, yeah, but we want it to get it picked is, up. It is living in... Uh, uh, TV perg- limbo purgatory purgatory I want to say purgatory, that... but that seems like rude. So like... I know that like... Well, how did that, that all start? Yeah. Well, I did, you know, it's so, it's complicated, but, um, you know, for me to like do a network show, I'm not going to like, I've been doing this a really long time now, guys. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I just, you know, I have a show in development at HBO that I, you know, created with for myself to star in. And, but I, and I, but I read the network pilots every year and every year I'm like, I don't don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And then I read this pilot, the Sackett sisters and, it, the script was so funny. Um, Tina Fey and Robert Carlock were producing it. It just, I like loved it so much. And I, and I was like, Oh, I have to do this. And I want it. Wait, why is my heat on? No wonder it's so fucking hot in my house. <laughs> you guys, it's 90 degrees outside. And I'm like, sweating. I'm like, what's happening? I <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> okay. Wait. So anyway, so, um, so, uh, so I was, you know, and I said to my husband, I was like, I want, I have to do this pilot and it should be like me and Casey Wilson. But I think she's like on that, I think she's on that show. So she's not available. And then they, you know, they offered me the part that I wanted and then I signed on to do it. And then they're like, and we're thinking of Casey Wilson for the other part. And I was like, <gasps> what? So it just like, it all felt like it really, and she's available. It like felt like it all really lined up. And then we had such a great time shooting it. The script was so good. Everything was great. And it was like, you know, it turned out, the pilot turned out great. I've, like, been through every incarnation of pilots and pilot season and whatever. Right. And this just felt different. And uh, and then I got a call while I was on the Disney cruise. Oh. And my manager was just like, it's not, they're not passing, but they're not picking it up. They're just, they're going to hold it. What? They don't, no, they don't have, what does that even mean? They don't have room mean? for it in the schedule. They have the Olympics in the spring. Oh, Casey's wow. pregnant, so we couldn't start shooting until December. Maybe they're worried about the timing of the thing. And 
I don't know. And like, and so, and I was really, really bummed. And I did an Instagram story that again mm. got national news because, um, excellent. Because you literally have the whole world watching your Instagram stories at this point. <laughs> I mean, so it's totally, nice. Yeah. You'd be surprised. It's only like 80,000 people. Um, according to my, you know, just like the population analytics. of a, of a small city or something. Wait, what's I know. My husband yeah. was like busy, like only 120,000 people a week watch girls. Like true. you're true. doing fine. No, but that's what's um, weird about this where it's like you're trying to get a show made for television when your Instagram stories get as many eyeballs as something of that nature. I know, but my They're Instagram same, stories but. are not paying me my quotes. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not yet. You start selling fit tea. What? Get, know, get on it. I know, but it still sucks. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, so then... I sort of had this idea because after my Instagram story where I was bummed and I said that random girl had Venmoed me a dollar for the Instagram oh, stories, right. I was like yeah. kind of joking. And I'm like, guys, if you want to Instagram me, I mean, if you want to Venmo me a dollar. I have a feeling that was I'll a Who it. Weekly fan. I feel also, like that was a Who Weekly way. listener because, because she told us about Who it. Who Weekly fans are really into Venmoing people for different things. Um, they were like, we Venmo oh, okay. busy. So that might be, that might be our Shout fault. Shout out Sorry. to the listener. <laughs> yeah, the, Thank you for doing that. Uh, but oh, I hope you, you know, use that to name, get but, a coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so then I got, I like literally made like $645. Who needs ads? <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, I have to give this money to charity, don't I? Okay. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm giving it to baby to baby, which I love and support oh. here in LA. Great. Oh, great. Um, but that made me think, I was like, Casey, why don't we like take it to the people? Um, I have to get in my car, guys, because I have to go pick up my preschooler or I'm going to be late for okay. my uh, elementary school kid to oh pick God. her up from the bus. <laughs> it's hard, guys. Yeah. It's hard. My nanny's off today. No, I, I mean, do, yeah, do it. I, I mean, mean, we can just. My husband's out of town. But wait, so I'll finish telling you. Yeah, we can so, um, finish up. You just have worry. to bear with me while I'm like. Yeah. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. I just want this you. Um, I want people to be clear on what they can do to help you if they can do anything right. to help you. Because it's not. It's not. It's not dead. It's not dead. It's, it's not alive. Limbo. Yeah. I mean, NBC I really needs to know that dead. people want it. If I'm being, if you I'm being honest, I really think it's dead. Yeah. However, I thought it would be interesting yeah. and fun. Yeah. To see if people would rally. You know, people have Galvanize seen shows everyone. before. Yeah. yeah. Famously, I mean, just like two weeks ago, NBC canceled Timeless, and then the fans like had like an outpouring of support, <laughs> and they uncanceled it and they were like so, fine which is wild which is so wild that people it's have wild. that power now like to do that <laughs> you know right, but we do yeah and i think it's so cool and so i wanted to yeah. see because i know everybody was super excited when the show was announced and it really turned out great mm -hmm. so i came up with this hashtag with my actually my husband came up with it hashtag must see sacket mm -hmm. and i was like guys why don't you just like why don't you tweet at nbc yeah hashtag must see sacket a lot um, of people are doing it. And a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are doing it. That's and people awesome. went onto NBC's Instagram page. This was my <gasps> favorite part. Hell yeah. They went onto NBC's Instagram page and where all of their like new pilot uh, <gasps> they Instagrammed things. on the on the different ads for the new their, well their comments on on NBC's Instagram page are just like hashtag must see Zach. <gasps> Your fans are <laughs> you so good. Them I love that. So it made me feel so less shitty about yeah. some about being rejected. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. I mean, you never at the end know. Of the day, like, right? Obviously, you never know. My gut is that it's not really going to happen. I'm super fucking bombed because I 
love Casey so much and I love Bradley. I've known Bradley for a long time too. And I love this guy, Luke Del Tredici, who wrote the pilot. And I was, I really liked working with Robert Carlock. Tina wasn't around while we were shooting because she was opening the Mean Girls musical. But, oh, um, right. oh yeah. But you know, like I just had such a great, like such a great working experience. You guys would have loved the show too. You know what it was about? It was about like two sisters who like, pro- they, they, um, they do like a Sully Sullenberger-esque act of heroism that gets recorded on an iPhone and turned into like, they turn into like basically like overnight celebrities That's for saving some kids' exactly lives. Exactly our and, interests, yeah. And then they decide to parlay it, their their new newfound tabloid success into a career. Oh my God, like, that sounds amazing. That's what Bobby and I are yeah, going to do. of course. <laughs> That's my dream. Yeah, I know, it's true. To parlay heroism That's into why I'm like... taking a lot of flights on United <laughs> so I can like do something, like her- like do some sort of thing and then get viral. Turn heroism into, into a career, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you've... you've Talk to us way more than we expected. Yeah, you it need was to so go. Fun. You need to pick go. up your kids. Yeah, I'm sorry this took so long, but it was so much fun. This was really, really. This fun. was incredible. Oh, it's nice to talk to you. Have a good weekend. Yes, and thanks we... a lot. Thank this you. was so nice great. You Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know. All about the number one who Lindsay Bobby, tell us now What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Wow, what a great, what a great interview, Lindsay. What did you think? I think that was so fun. I hope you guys had as much, most fun listen, listening to it that we had making it. As much as much fun. I just I got a little I like malfunctioned. I hope you guys had as much fun listening as we had making. There it, it. is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so on to important topics like Rita Ora. Lindsay, what is she up to this week? My God, she's just like does not stop, does she? <laughs> I can hear you <laughs> clicking, changing tabs. Oh, I mean, I'm looking well, right at see. it, but it's like, let's see. well, it's, you know, one minute she's out and one minute she's in, I guess Rita is hosting a new show. Um, network TV show. Network TV show, but it's not a show that looked like it's going to last very long. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's one of those um, music spinoff shows, but it's not as intriguing as The Voice or American Idol or one of those. It's called Boy Band. Which is weird because the whole show is wrapped around making boy bands, I assume, or making girl bands and boy bands. But Rita's never been in either of those. So. Well, that's why she's not, that's why she's not a quote architect. She's just the host. Yeah, but it, there's, there was no former boy band people she's who been wanted a host. to host. She's Her president, she's been, been a host. host. What's funny is On that. On resume, it's like host. This okay, show is hooier than America's Next Top Model, clearly. But because it's on ABC, it's less hooey. Rita's probably getting making more money. It's like a big, it's kind of a big step up. So the show is um, undiscovered young talent from around the country who battle it out for a spot in America's next great boy band. Wow. Really mm-hmm. uh, iconic, unusual, unique <laughs> vision from ABC here. Um, Rita is the host, the architects, quote unquote, which just means like the voice coaches, but done in yeah. this language, are Nick Carter, who is free. And Emma yeah. Bunton, also free. It's funny because a lot of these former <laughs> boy band people are very easy to get. So they're easy to track down. Yeah, they just caught them at like the museum, the ice cream museum, and they were like, "Oh, Emma Bunton, do you, can you do this?" 
Yeah. So it's funny Nick because Carter, can you do this? ABC, which this um, deadline piece uh, mentions, ABC has been like desperately trying to find a singing show. Like they just mm-hmm. don't have one. That's why they bought American Idol. They bought American Idol. So I think this show might have been in the making pre-buying American Idol. So this is like not going to last is what I'm saying. It's probably like it probably went from like a pretty good priority to a very low priority. It's a very, I think it's a very, very low priority for them. I'm sorry, Rita, but I just – I. <laughs> Because once they bought American Idol, it's just not. This well, did is... you read that? Did you read that? I think it was in Entertainment Weekly. Uh, someone from CBS, I guess, in development, I don't know, uh, was interviewed about American Idol, and they were like, "Yeah," or maybe he talked about it at the upfronts. But they were like, "Yeah, we," because American Idol was up on the table. Any network could have bought it. It was for sale, and CBS molded. And the guy who ultimately decided to reject American Idol was like, it was way too much money and honestly not worth the risk. I mean... <laughs> and, and they were like, it was... I think he actually used the words, it would have been a bad decision. And so... Which is very just, blunt. I, and it just makes ABC look like, yeah, like if this doesn't work, that's a that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, and I don't think people care. They brought up the big guns at the end of American Idol's run, and people still didn't care. It's just weird that we just ended this show in such a spectacularly grand and overwrought fashion. You know, like oh it God. was like we were this like it was we cheers off. or something, and we right. were giving it this this fond farewell. Oh, American Idol iconic. Let's write a thousand think pieces. Let's you know have everyone who's ever been on it back and and make Kelly Clarkson cry and all this stuff and and. We just did that. And so it almost feels so disingenuous to just bring back the brand. It's like very rude. I mean, it's rude. Yeah. It reminds me of, it reminds me of um, the, I mean, I'm sure I've complained to you about this. I think I complained to you about this like three days ago. Uh The LCD sound system thing. Oh, yeah. Where they had the really, really, really extravagant, long goodbye tour at Madison Square Garden or just like a couple shows and it was like we are done we are retired can you believe it like iconic 2000s rock band like defined your you know college years and then then they come back yeah and they're like oh we're releasing new music it's so rude and it's such a it's such a weird I don't know it's it's rude to your fans because you make them spend all this money because they think that they're seeing this moment in history because they'll never tour again and that's then you come truly back ruder than American Idol you're right <laughs> it's just like I mean you're draining money out of these people we right. probably all know people who spent like like a disgusting amount of money on those final shows no well it's just also like American Idol was canceled for a reason and I don't understand what they think what ABC thinks they're gonna do with American Idol that changes what was yeah. happening with it back then. Um, Fox and we was had... even like, we don't want to do this again. We just ended <laughs> this show. You know, CBS was like, yeah. this is a bad decision. ABC clearly <laughs> desperate and full of money to just spend on garbage. So now we're just talking about American um, Idol, but I'm, it's rude. It's very rude. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm going to watch the Rita Ora show. I'm not going to watch the Brian Seacrest show. I am not going to watch any of them. How's that? <laughs> Is that okay? Um, more Rita. She revealed her single art, finally. It's coming out next week, right? It's coming out next week. Lindsay texted me at like... Oh, I thought it was up. 1 a.m. Uh, or 12 a.m., 11 a.m., 11 p.m. Thursday night. It was like, Rita's single comes out tomorrow. And I was asleep already. I, I thought it was, was out like, Lindsay, Friday. Lindsay, we're a week away. I know. I She's very proud Friday. that she put it on the calendar, like Rita's single. Did I? The single yeah. art is very bad i mean it's fine it's hard to read the title 
it's not it's like really typographically good if you're if that's what you mean right it's a very light bright photo of her in like a, a light lavender shirt with blonde hair and a light background and then it's yellow font so you can't read the yellow on anything Anyway, it's called Your Song. Ed Sheeran co-wrote it. Maybe he wrote the whole thing. Is there damn a thing. song literally out right now that Ed Sheeran hasn't touched? Like, it's so, there's so many Ed Sheeran songs floating around that are, I feel like I'm being lied to because all of these songs are like shadily, secretly written by Ed Sheeran. I mean, he has his hands, he has his hands in everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. I get, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't think of one. I can't think of a top one. Liam, the new Liam He's, song is Ed The Sheeran. number one, number one song on iTunes, the Liam song. He has his hands Fuck in it. Song. Oh my God, it's song so bad. sucks so bad. It's so bad. Is there a song that sucks more than that song? Oh my God. I, I had bad. the I mean, lowest makes, standards it, for the One Direction post-career songs, and he really met my standards is what I'm saying. Everyone else exceeded my standards and surprised me. That, that oh song really... Oh my God, did you really... see that? What? I'm sure you watched the video of Stevie Nicks singing with Harry Styles last Ugh, night. Landslide. Landslide. Oh Ugh. my God. We don't even need to talk about One Direction, but there is a very clear distinction between the ones that are doing interesting and good work, respectable work, work that is uh, unique to them. And then there's some insane people having pop songs written by Ed Sheeran featuring Quavo, <laughs> and they sound insane. The end. Um, there was a really good call that I don't think we're going to play on Quavo, Who's There, Quavo. but shout out to you, caller. Um she called in and was like, I was listening to the Sirius XM interview with Liam Payne. And she's like very confused. And she's like, his accent's gone. She was like, he got rid of his British accent mm-hmm. and it's very weird. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's just, she's just like sort of processing it on the phone with us. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know. It's just gone. It's, it's just gone. The accent's gone. I don't anyway, know. Good call. His accent's gone. Moving on. What else did she do? She, she wore overalls. She wore overalls. She wore overalls. Five um, days, five very... ways. Rita Ora's overalls but, are anything but sexy, and that's the point. Don't well, tell me you, what to think about these overalls. You click on that E! News. First of all, E! News has never been good with headlines, but you click on this story, five days, five ways, Rita Ora's overalls are anything but sexy, and that's the point. I went into this expecting five days of Rita wearing different overalls. Yeah, who are overalls. these other people? No, it's all other people. It's Olivia Culpo. It's Haley Baldwin. It's Jessica Chastain, who's not even in overalls she's in a jumpsuit then there's rita aura in actual overalls then there's l fanning and she's in a dress they <laughs> used rita for the headline and then just made it a list of people wearing a clothes wearing a clothes and only one of them is in overalls and it's rita thursdays are so close to fridays the minute you wake up you can feel it that's why rita aura's not so sexy overalls are the perfect playful piece to keep you going hold up I mean, what? E! News. What is the framing there of is, this? There is deranged, deranged copy going on it, at the E! News headquarters. Thursdays are so close to Fridays. The minute you wake up, you can feel it. That's like a, a, trans, a Google Translate version of like, you know, is it Friday yet? You know, taking a, a sign you would buy at a gift store about Fridays and putting it through Google Translate and then putting it back into English. That's what it comes out as. Like, that is the weirdest way to put it. I, I, I'm reading all of these other little blurbs, and they are all truly absurd. There's Olivia Culpo. Mondays are for getting your life together. So it's fitting Olivia Culpo would start us off with such a classic shirt. And then there's what? Tuesday. Uh, Haley Baldwin's Alessandra Rich blazer dress is the perfect upscale look upscale casual look for a Tuesday. 
upscale casual look for a Tuesday? Is that something we should all be doing? Is that what I we should be aspiring to? I don't think this person has ever experienced the days of the week. It feels like <laughs> this is not somebody who's aware of what days are. And they were it's told like by like another person about the calendar for the first and they time. Were, and, they, and they were told these women represent the days. And they're like, this photo of Ailey Baldwin, that's Tuesday. This photo of Jessica Chastain, that's Wednesday. Right. And they just sort of like... I don't know, extrapolated information about the days of the week based on photos of Jessica Chastain at Cannes. Yeah, this is to so be fair, weird. Jessica Chastain looks phenomenal in this jumpsuit. Phenomenal. <laughs> to be fair. To be can fair. Can judge. Can judge. To be Jessica fair. Chastain. She can do it all. Uh, and I guess we're done for the day. Um, so thank you to... Katie and Eric of the Who's, as always, thank you to Busy Phillips. Thank you, Busy. Um, As I I sent her an email afterwards, I was like, we did not deserve 48 minutes of your time. I told her that it would be maybe 20 to 25 minutes, and we spent. We just had the best time. We could not stop ourselves. It was really fun. As you could tell, I think all of our interviews, you can tell like how excited we. I mean, I'm usually pretty excited about the people that we have on podcasts, but it's like we get, you can tell exactly how. It was was fun. Yeah. Uh, also call to action. We know how much, um, we and our listeners love being told what to do. So, um, tweet hashtag must see Sackett at NBC, go on the freaking timeless Instagram and spam the hell out of them. I just don't know how you can't want to do this. I mean, we've, it's really, we gotta, we gotta try it. Like it seems hopeless, but we gotta try. It seems hopeless, but it's very rude of NBC to just, like, leave everyone hanging like this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Very cruel, by mm-hmm. the way. So use the hashtag. Also, keep rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Buy some merch. We're going to we're gonna take brand new merch photographs this weekend. Mm, and, like, mm. the store is going to look really nice mm, soon. Fashion. We'll probably fashion. We love fashion. Uh, and I guess that's it. We'll see you Thursday for Who's There. Bye. Bye. You will drain it. They wanna know. Hey. Neil. Hey. Neil. Come on. Hey. How would you be famous? I don't know. Yeah, I much prefer when people are cool and they just like come up and they're like, I don't want to bother you, but I just like love white chicks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>